Hi, and welcome to Yes Please, your go-to podcast for all things sexuality, pleasure, and orgasms. I've named this podcast Yes Please because that's how I want you to feel about all things sex, pleasure, and orgasms. Yes, please, and more. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here and that you want to learn more about how to experience more shameless pleasure, deeper satisfaction, and ecstatic orgasms in your life and sexuality. And I hope to inspire you to feel that you can embrace and celebrate your sexuality all throughout your life journey. This podcast isn't just about sex and sex education, however, it's about so much more. Personal growth, living a radiant and confident and authentic life, radical joy and expression, and general fucking goodness. I'm your host, Erica Alsborn, and I'm a sexuality teacher and expert, sex and birth coach, but you can think of me more as your BFF, who you love to talk to about sex and all the intimate things you don't feel comfortable talking about with anyone else. I celebrate the vast and diverse human, erotic, and sexual experience, and I embody a deep shamelessness when it comes to sex in all its different expressions. However, having said that, I am a straight, able-bodied, cisgendered woman, and in my work I specialize in female sexuality, and I work with women with pussies, and while I have a broad and liberal approach to sex, and a very extensive training, my knowledge is limited by my own lived experience as well as the focus in my professional work. But I hope you'll learn lots here with me, expand your idea of what sex is and can be and mean for you, and even though I'm an expert on this topic, I'm not an authority. Everything I share is always a suggestion, not a must, so take what resonates and leave the rest behind. I'm always open to receiving your constructive feedback, so don't hesitate to reach out if you have any. Okay, hi and welcome again. I'm delighted that you're here, and now let's dive into today's topic. Welcome back. I'm glad that you're here today tuning in to another episode. This is a wonderful topic that I am excited to share with you today. It is the topic of sensuality. And the title says sensuality versus sexuality. It's not like they're in some competition or like conflict with each other. It's just um, like there's a difference between sensuality and sexuality. And I invite you to today to deepen your understanding of and around that difference. So I'm going to share some of my thoughts on the topic of sensuality and sexuality today and how you can use this understanding to enhance your enjoyment of life. Not too bad, huh? (laughs) So let's start with sensuality. So in the dictionary, sensuality is defined as the enjoyment, expression, or pursuit of physical, especially sexual, pleasure. It's the condition of being pleasing or fulfilling to the senses. And there's an example that I love in the dictionary. Life can dazzle with its sensuality, its color. Isn't that amazing? Don't you want to dazzle your life with sensuality when you hear that? I certainly do. And that's exactly what sensuality um, brings to you. It's the quality that sensuality... It's an ingredient in your life that you can add. Sensuality comes from the word sensual, which is defined as relating to or involving gratification of the senses and physical, especially sexual, pleasure. The example that is given in the dictionary is the production of the ballet is sensual and passionate. So beautiful, huh? So... Part of sensuality is the enjoyment of your sexual pleasure, 
but not limited to. And that is the key here. That is probably the main point that I want you to take with you and take away from this episode today. It is an experience of being connected to your senses. So when you're connected to your senses, your sensory experience, you can have a sensual experience. So what does that mean, being connected to your senses? (laughs) Well, it means that you have a sense of hearing listening to amazing music, hearing the breeze through the trees, hearing a voice that you find particularly soothing or wonderful, that can be a sensual experience. It can give you an experience of being pleasing or fulfilling to the senses. Yeah, there's the sense of sight, watching something beautiful like art, beautiful people, A dance, like the ballet, (laughs) the sensual and passionate ballet, the sense of touch, activating the sense of touch, being connected to it. For example, the feeling of silk against your body or a particular fabric that you love, or I personally love um, beautiful, high quality cotton, crisp, clean, that sensation on the skin. Oh, so good. But it can also be a soft touch from someone else or yourself or hugging your children, breastfeeding, eating. The sense of smell, inhaling scents that make you feel good. I smell three different types of roses on the way to kindergarten today when I dropped off my kid. Now he knows. that I love smelling roses and he tells me mom mom go smell that rose how was it mom go smell that rose how was it and I invite him to smell the roses too and I love his little face when he smells and he's like mmm you feel the pleasure streaming through your body when you smell something so delicious like amazing roses growing in the streets it's magical You can also smell skin of people you love or the genitals of your lover. (laughs) Food. Sometimes the smell of winter feels sensual to me. Or the sense of taste, eating something delicious. So your sensuality is an embodiment of your senses, of feeling your sensations and the experience that gives you. Sensuality can be how you choose to speak, eat, dress, and move through life. This practice or this experience extends your sexuality into everyday experiences. It becomes a bridge. You can use your sensuality to be deeply connected to your human experience in a sensual and pleasurable way. Even doing the dishes. (laughs) You don't have to feel shitty or disconnected from your body or your sexuality in everyday life, in everyday mundane tasks. On the contrary, it can be it can be an undertone of sensuality in all things that you do. And maybe that feels super overwhelming or like impossible for you at this point. So you just want to start with bite-sized pieces, little reminders. Everything can be a pleasurable experience. Access through your senses, through your sensuality. The key is perception, focus, and intention. Life doesn't have to be dull. 
It can be dazzling with its sensuality. Yeah? Does that sound inspiring, exciting? I think it does. It's something that I practice. By no means am I perfect at this and I forget and, you know, but I come back to it over and over again. And I invite you to make a tiny commitment to yourself to invite more sensuality into your life through connecting and embodying your senses, feeling your sensations and the experience that gives you. So, what about sexuality then? Well, the dictionary defines sexuality as the capacity for sexual feelings. Human sexuality is vast, diverse, and filled with potential and possibilities to be expressed and enjoyed in so many ways. Thankfully, thankfully today in this modern culture, We have a cultural climate in the West where sexuality doesn't have to mean reproduction. It's not limited to heterosexual encounters or in a committed relationship or holy matrimony. Our understanding of and and expression of sexuality in the last few decades have really broadened, thankfully, uh, to be more inclusive and understanding and accepting of, air quotes, non-traditional ways or non-traditional sexuality so that more people can live in alignment with their truth, with their you know, authentic expression and uh, an authentic orientation of sexuality, including uh, gender orientation, sexual orientation, and also erotic orientation. Your sexual energy is your life force energy. That's why it's so important to live in alignment with your sexual orientation and sexual expression because when you do that, your sexual energy is in a state of free flow and it energizes you and activates you and empowers you. What do I mean when I say life force energy? Well, this is an understanding from the Taoist tradition and ancient Eastern tradition. The Taoists call life force energy Jing Qi. This type of energy is created in the sexual organs when you're sexually active. So through intentional sexual practices, they can be inspired by Taoism, but they can also be just regular like sex and self-pleasure where there's not a lot of deep intention and knowledge about Taoism and these practices. You cultivate this energy, you activate sexual energy. But specifically, if you know how to use the energy and harness it, you can create enhanced physical, emotional, and spiritual health and well-being. Isn't that so great to know that your sexuality at its core is a certain energy that you can actually create and then harness throughout your body and that it's really healthy and meaningful and empowering and it supports your entire body, biology, system, spirit, chemicals, hormones inside? I think that's pretty great to know. And like I said, you don't have to, you know, now study Taoism to... Um, to benefit from this, um, it just it's just helpful to know that your sexual energy, which is your pleasure, basically, is really good for you. And just with a little bit of intention, doesn't have to be super fancy or advanced, with an intention of just feeling that this energy nourishes you, that can shift a little bit 
or shift something a little bit inside of you that makes you feel uh, a little bit more energized after sex or self-pleasure. So your sensuality is a bridge into your sexuality and your sexuality is, you know, engaging in sexual exchanges, sexual activities with yourself or with another person or persons where you're actively exploring and engaging with your sexuality. It doesn't have to mean that you're touching your genitals because your sexuality is not limited to or restricted to your genitals and or penetration. You can have sex without penetration. Uh, it doesn't have to be a penis in a vagina in order to qualify or be defined as sex. Sex is more than just penetration. Uh, intercourse is, of course, a part of sex, but there is so much more to sex and your sexuality. But you see that they are, of course, linked and very intimately related with one another, sensuality and sexuality, but they can also be separate experiences. And I hope that what I've shared with you today inspires you to just think about this and see that they are slightly different, they work together, and you can enjoy them for their differences and also their similarities and link them together in a beautiful way. Now, I also want to just mention the experience of being sexy. Does being sensual and sexual automatically mean that you're sexy or feeling sexy? Let's ask the dictionary again for the definition. The dictionary says that sexy means sexually attractive or exciting or very exciting or appealing. So there doesn't necessarily have to be a quality of sexual, like a, a sexual ingredient to be sexy. It can just be very exciting or appealing. Sexy is, of course, very subjective. It's subjective to the beholder and to the one who's expressing or feeling the sexiness. You might feel that you're being neutral, sensual, or sexual while another person might interpret you as sexy or non-sexy. Sexiness has a lot to do with cultural definitions, which are always moving and shifting as well. So, for example, in very traditional cultures many, many years ago, or maybe even in um, present day as well, showing your ankles could be seen as sexy and perhaps inappropriate, while you see it as a neutral part of your body. Most people in the West would not consider showing your ankles as being very sexually um, related or sexy. But it also has to do a lot with intention and context. In a non-sexual context, it could be neutral or sensual, but in a sexualized situation, this very same thing can be interpreted as something very sexy. I think sexy or being sexy boils down to your own intention and the level of excitation it evokes in you and the beholder. And sexiness, really in, in the experience of the, uh, the, the, the person who is desiring to feel sexy or is just sexy, it has nothing to do really with stereotypical standards of being beautiful because sexy is a vibe it's uh it's an it's an energy right it's very exciting or appealing and you don't have to have a stereotypically beautiful body or face or fit into the very narrow 
ideal beauty framework in order to feel or be perceived as sexy. It's a vibe that you have inside. And the more you are connected with your sensuality, your senses, and your sexuality, your sexual pleasure, and the confidence and embodiment in owning and inhabiting your sexuality, you start to kind of transmit and emit an energy of excitement, of radiance, and zest, right? Remember what I said about Jing Qi, sexual energy, being your life force energy? So the more life force energy you have inside, it's like electricity. It lights you up from the inside. And people who are lit up are very exciting or appealing. The literal definition of sexy. It doesn't matter if you're skinny or, you know, whatever, fit into that very narrow standard of beauty, ideal beauty that we have these days in our culture. It's, it's an experience, it's an embodiment of it. Also, when it comes to sexiness and even sexual satisfaction and, uh, yeah, like the experience of having good sex, it has absolutely nothing to do with how you look. There are people who fit into the cultural ideal model of beauty that have very shitty sex very low confidence, are very disconnected from their sexuality and their pleasure and their eroticism and are very held back and blocked sexually. And there are people who don't look stereotypically beautiful, that have the biggest sexual confidence, the best sex, the most amazing orgasms, the most incredible lovers, and that feel so embodied and powerful. So sexiness is not limited to being stereotypically beautiful and sexual satisfaction and confidence and empowerment it's the same it's not limited or restricted to only the stereotypically beautiful people it's not a, a marker or um, uh, you can't really tell you know looking at a person by the way that they look or are beautiful if they have great sex or if they have the capacity to feel really fucking sexy Lastly, I want to emphasize that as long as there is consent, there is literally no wrong way to be sensual or sexual. Remember what I talked about? That thankfully these days in our modern Western culture, there's a lot of openness and ever increasingly growing acceptance for the vast human eroticism to be, uh, yeah, to be accepted and expressed between consenting people and adults. So I'm really happy for that. And I do my best to, um, yeah, to be part of that ever-growing acceptance and celebration of the vastness um, of human eroticism and sexuality. And in my own day-to-day -day life, thinking about these things that I've talked about today inspires me to show up differently in a positive way. Like I said, I I'm not perfect. I don't always, I'm not always connected to my sensuality. I'm not always like <laughs> this floating sensual experience. Um, but I, I'm aware of it. I come back to it. I remind myself. Um, little, I use little triggers and cues to remind myself. And I feel happier when I'm connected to my sensuality in small ways every day. I feel sexier when I'm connecting to my sexuality regularly and cultivating sexual energy and pleasure. And 
I give myself permission to be sexy and I also include my husband in like supporting me and encouraging me in that permission to be sexy in my own unique way because I am embodying my sensuality and my sexuality in a way that feels like it's for me. An extension for him and and for the world. Like there's a generosity to your sensuality and to, to being sexy. Um, and that can feel really scary because a lot of women, you know, being socialized as women and growing up in a pretty sex negative world and male centered pleasure, sexuality kind of culture. Oftentimes we feel like our pleasure and our sexiness and any sign or expression of like sensuality and sexuality is automatically for someone else and it's for the it's for someone else to consume or capitalize on or take from you and so naturally there can be a big resistance internally towards experimenting and playing with and expressing all of this because you you have this feeling inside and rightfully so that if you were to express sexiness which by the way does not mean wearing um, like provocative clothes or you know showing cleavage like it has nothing to do with that it's that electricity it's the radiance it's feeling that you're excited and appealing so it doesn't have to explicitly look stereotypically sexy but there can be this feeling inside that automatically it's going to be you know consumed by someone else or lead to consequences that involve other people trying to take something from you and you having to protect yourself or defend yourself or receive all of this unwanted unsolicited attention um so there's some deeper work around that and uh, how to deal with that i think is a is a different uh episode so i'm just gonna (laughs) make note to myself to come back to this because it's a really important topic and i have some valuable and helpful things to say about this but for now i just want to validate that experience and that feeling inside of you if you have felt like some tenderness already or something triggered inside of you like yeah this all sounds great but how the fuck do I do this without feeling hugely uncomfortable and even a little freaked out and scared by all of this well start with yourself start in the safety of your home with practicing sensuality embodying your senses and doing all of that practice in the safety of your home or in the relationship to play more with your sexuality and little by little grow a sense of comfort and confidence and empowerment around these things really belonging to you and little by little you can experiment extending that experience um, out into the world in a way that feels gentle or you know feels within your capacity you can titrate the experience you don't have to go all out um yeah so little sidetrack there but yeah I am curious and you can, you know, use these following questions just to reflect after you hang up or hang up after you um, uh, finish listening to the episode. Um, Or you can just stop and pause the recording now and reflect on these following questions. What do you think about this? What thoughts have I activated and evoked inside of you? Have you ever thought about this? The difference between your sensuality and how it can benefit you and make your life dazzle. (laughs) Um, Have you ever thought about a deeper meaning or a deeper purpose of your sexuality and sexual energy and sexiness? 
what that means to you, how you define it, when you're connected to your sexiness, when you are experiencing sexiness, how does that make you feel? How can sexiness benefit you and feel like a fun ingredient or flavor of you? I'm also curious, or I invite you to reflect upon what steps or actions do you or want to or will take to embody this, to experiment and play with this? Did this inspire you? If you want to, I'd be so happy to hear from you. You can send me an email or a DM on Instagram and let me know and share your thoughts and reflections on this. I love to be in conversation with you. I personally read and respond to everyone who reaches out. So yeah, feel free to share with me or keep these reflections for yourself and let them benefit you and your personal and sexual evolution. Thank you for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye-bye. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something new today or that I reminded you of something you already knew or do and that you feel inspired and encouraged to prioritize sex, pleasure, and orgasms in your busy life. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and give it a rating or review so this important message can reach more people on this planet. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.